0: Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, September 28th, 2023. I have a couple of articles I want to talk about today because they both grabbed my attention and I thought, well, I can't make up my mind about which one to talk about. So I'll talk about both of them and hopefully I'll stay within a an acceptable time limit, which I think I will. One of the articles is very short. Uh, just a reminder, we do have the chat tomorrow afternoon on the subject of my new book, The Demon in the Acre. Please get your comments or questions posted by no later than 10 o'clock tonight, U.S. Central Time. Uh-oh, someone is trying to call me, and why are they doing that? That's my sister. She always has trouble doing that sort of thing. Anyway, please remember to get your questions and comments in no later than 10 o'clock tonight. And please, on this special theme-directed web chat, please make them broadly within the topic of the new book, which is, of course, the Plasma Life Hypothesis. Um, depending on how many questions and comments we get, I will be starting either on time if it looks like we're going to have a short chat which currently it looks like we're going to have or i will start early in order to accommodate questions or comments that have not yet been submitted so just remember be on the lookout for me um, to show up early tomorrow for the pre-chat and then uh, i hope to get done before those of you who want to go over to dark journalist and sneak in on his podcast uh, can do so. Anyway, let's get this started. I want to talk about two articles. The first is a story that a lot of you have noticed and sent me about the enormous number of missing children in northern Ohio in the last few months And then the second story that I want to talk about is a strange shutdown at the Volkswagen plants in Germany. So let's start out with this one. This is the New York Post's headline, quote, More than 1,000 kids reported missing in Ohio this year in an extraordinary surge. And I want to read a few paragraphs here. Quote, Children are disappearing from northern Ohio in record numbers, with more than 1,000 minors reported missing so far this year. More than 45 children have gone missing in the Cleveland Akron area this month alone, and in August there were more than 35 missing minors, according to the Ohio Attorney General's Missing Children website. The disappearances are creating a disturbing trend in northern Ohio which began in May when nearly 30 children went missing in just the first two weeks. Ohio Attorney General David Yost repeated on Monday that the number of missing children is alarming, though he claimed the figure may be inflated due to inconsistencies in updating reports which the Cleveland police have admitted to in the past. He added that data for runaway cases, abductions, or sex trafficking is not always entered correctly as the state deals with a police staffing shortage. Now I'm skipping a few paragraphs here. John Mahoy, president of the Cleveland Missing and the police chief of Newburgh Heights, previously sounded the alarm on the surge in missing children. Quote, for some reason in 2023, We've seen a lot more than we normally see, which is troubling in part because we don't know what's going on with some of these kids, whether they're being trafficked or whether they're involved in gang activity or drugs, unquote. He told Fox news back in May, adding that he has not seen such high numbers of missing children before in his 33 year career. So, That's the story, folks, and I want to chime in with my suspicion that they are both hinting, the Attorney General and this Newburgh Heights police chief, that they suspect sex or human trafficking of some sort. Now, folks, if if you've experienced over 1,000 missing children so far in that limited of a region this year, then you're dealing, in my opinion, with nothing other than organization. There's an organization behind this. Now, what they're doing it for, I have no idea. But in case you suspect that there is an organization, but you're not familiar with the story, there was an FBI case back in the 1980s, I believe it was early 90s, called The Finders case. And you can go online. There are a few actual FBI files that have been leaked online of an investigation into an apparent child abduction human trafficking organization called The Finders. The investigation was shut down, in my opinion, under some very suspicious circumstances. But the phenomenon of organization behind uh, human trafficking on that scale is not new. After all, we've now got the border of this country, an open sore that is literally bleeding refugees and illegal immigrants across the border. And we know at this point that this requires organization. We know that the cartels are behind this. They have uh, food stations and everything else set up along the way. They have organized massive payments to themselves to get people into this country and so on. So it stands to reason that if you've got an organization able to get people into this country, that you would have a similar organization able to get people out of this country or crossing state borders within the country this is my suspicion and it always has been when dealing with cases of this sort now the question is what are they doing it for and here again i i'm afraid that the answer is nothing but diabolical evil they could be attempting to spot certain kinds of children for organ harvesting unfortunately and you can always combine that evil practice with the revival of the practice of human sacrifice. In other words, occult practice as well. And we saw in the Franklin scandal, if you're familiar with that, we saw allegations of that kind of activity connected with these rings. Certainly, sex trafficking could be part of it. And again, there's always that uh, grisly myth that's been attached to the myth of adrenochrome going on. So something is going on. At the bottom line, I suspect organization and somebody is conducting a business here. Um, I'm afraid that if, if that's the case, the states are going to have to band together and investigate this themselves. Our worthless FBI is so corrupt and so rotted through with its own evil, I wouldn't trust it to do a damned thing. Now, the other story that I want to bring to your attention, it's very short. And in fact, it's so short, I'm going to read the entire thing. It was spotted over at Zero Hedge. And the headline is, nothing is working. Volkswagen's factories in Germany paralyzed after massive IT malfunction. And this is dateline just yesterday, quote, what's being described as an IT malfunction has paralyzed Volkswagen's group's central infrastructure, focusing the automaker to suspend production at several plants on Wednesday. The German business newspaper Handelsblatt spoke with a Volkswagen spokesman who said an IT disruption of network components at the Wolfsburg location, and folks, the Wolfsburg location is the central business headquarters and main uh factory of the whole entire volkswagen organization there's a picture of of this huge factory facility in Wolfsburg, uh on the uh, on the zero hedge article and interestingly enough if you don't know the story Wolfsburg, germany was quite literally a town created out of thin air by the nazis in world war ii who wanted to promote the Volkswagen car itself. Um, The people's car is literally what it means. And Wolf, of course, is one of the nicknames of Adolf Hitler. So so the town is named for Adolf Hitler. But anyway, the factory of, of the headquarters of Volkswagen was shut down due to an IT malfunction. Continuing here, the network disruption has led to production lines at the main auto plant in Wolfsburg as well as in Emden, Osnabrück, and Tsukau to halt operations. So in other words, it's pretty much corporation-wide, at least as far as their German plants are concerned. Nothing is currently working in the offices at the Wolfsburg headquarters either. The extent of the disruption is not yet entirely clear, the Handelsblatt said. The newspaper noted, quote, an attack from outside is considered unlikely, unquote. However, nothing is confirmed amid a spate of recent cyber attacks across the Western world. Remember Vegas a few weeks ago. So how long until Russia is blamed? And then the story ends with developing. In other words, this is a developing story. Now, I strongly suspect here, folks, that given the specificity of these attacks and nevertheless the heavy hit that this uh, places on the German economy, imagine shutting down all of Detroit through a technical malfunction in the, the heyday of Detroit back in the 1960s. It would be... Quite similar to that. Um, I, I strongly suspect here that what we're looking at is indeed cyber warfare. The question is who? And the article itself is giving you a suggestion. Remember Vegas, the hacking attacks on Vegas, and then how long until Russia is blamed? I suspect, folks, very strongly, that we are looking at the horizontal escalation that Russia has been warning about that can happen. And this, folks, is the low, if that's the case, this is the low rung on the ladder of escalation. And that escalation, incidentally, can get more and more intense with more and more cyber attacks. I do not, however, think that you have to limit yourself solely to Russia. Let's remember, it is fairly well agreed by those who've studied the Nord Stream pipeline bombing that Russia had nothing to do with that act of sabotage. The act probably can be traced more, much more directly to the activity of the United States and possibly other countries in attacking Germany's sources of, of energy. So I would not rule out that this may be part of the ongoing economic war between this country and Germany. So... This is one to, as as Zero Hedge itself says, this is a developing story and this is one to watch. These stories are both important, I think, and they bear some scrutiny and uh, watching carefully. If there's any update that any of you spot out there on either of these two things, please don't forget to share them with me by emailing the story links to me. All right, that'll do it for today's news and views. Please don't forget... Get your questions and comments for the Webachat tomorrow, submitted no later than 10 o'clock U.S. Central Time this evening. And remember, these uh, questions and comments should be somehow related to the basic central theme of the new book that I'll be talking about myself tomorrow. I submitted my own questions and comments to the Webachat to start things off. So we'll see everybody tomorrow uh, at 2 o'clock, a little earlier if necessary, uh, because of the volume of of comments that have not yet been received. Anyway, we'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.